found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Kind of thought you might start the show by playing Taps, Trent Condon. Glad you didn't. Welcome to the program. It's the Ken Miller Show as we launch another week here on 1700 KBGG. For the next couple of hours, Trent and I are with you as we are every Monday through Friday. Talking sports with you and then later on in the day, Jimmy B and TC get you home for until 6. We have high school baseball uh, making its 2018 return to the airwaves tonight. Well, let's start there, Trent. We'll go first of all. Uh, good to see you again. You too. I'm glad you made it in. Was, uh, yeah. With concern. It was, a, it was a tough day. More of that in a second. Uh-huh. But uh, So you, weather permitting, and by the sounds of things, the rain is gone, right? Yes. At least according yep. to my iPhone, which most of the time works. Um You've got Roosevelt, you've got Valley, you've got Game 2 of the Double Dip at about 7 o'clock. Yeah, our CML Game of the Week tonight. It'll be Tigers against the Rough Riders. Should be a good one out there. And really looking forward to getting back out there. Last season was was away as uh, shifting changes in the radio world. Now back in uh, a full-time capacity. Got about, probably all told, looking at 30 games this year. Baseball, softball, out there hustling. And uh, get to see a lot of high-level baseball, too, you know. You look at Iowa as they get ready for the Big Ten baseball tournament this Wednesday week. Wednesday morning, right? Nine against, o'clock? Against Michigan. They'll get them in the 3-6 matchup. Is the Big Ten Network going to be there for that, yep. I would think? Every right? game. Good. Every game will be on BTN, so won't have to search far. And, you know, you look at that roster. It's littered with kids from the mm-hmm. CIML. Three juniors from Johnston are committed to play. Juniors already committed to play at Iowa, including uh, their big first baseman, Peyton Williams, who was just a stud. Uh, and you'll see them a time or two in oh, your 30 yeah. games, I'm assuming? Absolutely. Johnson They're ranked number there. one, are they not? They are. They won the title a year ago, and uh, that was Jack Dreyer, who's pitching very well in his freshman campaign over at Iowa now. He was a big part of that. That program is incredibly good. CML Baseball, six of the top nine teams in the first rankings are from the CIML mm. It is high-level baseball, and uh, I tell you, it's one of my favorite things to do. Nothing better than a summer night, be out there calling a ball game, and well, hopefully a little warm weather coming uh, around the corner. It is, Trent. It is. I think we get through today, and the uh, the weather ticks back up as long as it's nice for the uh, coming long weekend. That will be just fine, by, I think, by, by all of us. All right, let's... Um... Let's get it over with. You you just want to you want to bury your team right nah, now. You know what, Trent? I would have bet anything uh, on the, that they were going to the Stanley Cup. I really would have. I, I I still don't get what I know that I saw. What I don't understand as well is the um, are the complainers out there that don't feel for that Vegas deserves to be in this. I mean, I on one hand, okay, I I kind of see your point that no expansion team has had the fortune. Um, of of getting the the quality of players that they were able to pluck off rosters, but you know what? They had to play eighty two games. Mm-hmm. Then they had to win the first two rounds of the playoffs before beating what I thought was an unstoppable team, quite frankly, in the Jets. And they dispatched them in five games. So I don't understand the fact that you know that they don't deserve to be there. That I've followed a team forever, and my team hasn't been back to the cup for <laughs> filling the blank. Well, that's probably true. But you know what? Um, if you win, if you play an eighty-two game sc- schedule and come out of uh, your division, and then beat the team uh, that comes out of, I don't think much of an argument, the best division in hockey, the Central Division, you deserve to be in the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it, it, they didn't get a buy, right? This, this wasn't set up by the league to get them in there. 
nobody thought this team was going to be like this. And it has to be frustrating, I understand, for Toronto Maple Leafs fans. 1967 for them, yeah. I mean, the the self-proclaimed state of hockey, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Last time they were there was 89-90 season. Uh, Seems about right, yeah. With the North Stars. Mm -hmm. And the Wild have not had a sniff. What One conference final and that's it. Yeah, you know the one thing, speaking of the North Stars, you see the, uh, this the first, this, this isn't the first time that an expansion team has played for the Stanley Cup. Yes. 1969 that happened. Well, in 1969. The Blues, yeah, because I saw that too and I said, all right, I'm going to have to have Ken help me out here. Well, the expense, and I'm going to try, I'm going to try and get these right, okay? In 1969, the, the, it went from the original six to 12 teams, and they are Pittsburgh, Philly, North Stars, Blues, Kings, and the either were they the California Golden Seals or the they were both, Oakland, but I right? think that they were either I think they were California in the beginning and became the Oakland Golden Seals. Okay. But all six of those teams, Trent, were put in their own division. Oh, really? Yes, making it. Somebody's no doubt going about to it, be there. Somebody's going to play for the Stanley Cup in okay. their expansion year, all right. and that was the. You know, Bobby Hull flying through the air, Bobby Hull, Bobby Orr flying through the air to score that amazing goal in St. Louis to to win in uh, four games. But so they're not, it's not the same. Right. I mean, all the expansion teams are putting their own division. Now that makes a lot more sense. I, I figured it was something where, I don't know. And, and I guess I didn't even realize, I didn't realize it was until 68, 69. 69 season. 69, 70 was the first year, I'm pretty that sure. That the original six was still that around. long? Yes. I I mean my reference point was so far off. Mm-hmm. When I I thought oh, the original six that probably dates back to I don't know the forties maybe the fifties. Well, it does. Like that. And then and then teams started. Yeah. That late. Nineteen sixty nine wow. is when they uh, when when they expanded the league. So yeah, all the all the expansion teams were put in their own division. So <laughs> making it um, no doubt about it that yeah, uh, yeah. one of those teams is going to come out. So so anyways, look at hats off to the Golden Knights. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that um, they don't deserve to be there. I, I saw them beat what, what I thought was an unbeatable team, and the way that they did it, the Jets won game one and never led again in the series at any point, at any point. And here's the most crazy stat I think I've ever seen in the game of hockey. Just when the momentum seemed to start shifting back to the, uh, I would call them the good guys, the Jets, <laughs> to the Jets side of the equation, in game two, they tied the game. Vegas responded 88 seconds later to take the lead. Mm -hmm. In Game 3, the Jets scored to tie the game. 12 seconds later, Vegas retook the lead. In Game 4, the Jets tied the game. 43 seconds later, they would once again take the lead in the hockey game. So just when old Mo seemed to be going to Winnipeg, and I I can't believe how many times I thought to myself, here they go, Mm -hmm. here they go, it's on now, only to see... This expansion team come back. They are so opportunistic. It, it's it's an amazing story. I don't know how they're going to be beaten. If Mark Andre Fleury, the goalie for for Vegas, plays like he did, his save percentage after Game One was nine point five six against that team with those goal scorers. They he just completely stonewalled them. And you keep hearing, "Well, a hot goalie can take you." Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. Well, here's another example of it. John Van Beesbrook with the Florida with Panthers. the Florida Panthers was another one of them. Patrick Wah mm-hmm. over. I mean, you can fill in the blanks. There's been a million of them. The latest is this kid here. So Tampa Martin and Washington. Baldur. Martin Brodeur had uh, had a bunch of those. He was unbelievable. Better known now for his uh, 
what's the car commercial where the kids have to play off beards? Have you seen that one? No. Oh, you have for sure. You just don't remember. It's been on forever. Uh, I probably have. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, so um, look at. I don't think they're going anywhere. Yeah. I think that the window is wide open. I think this was the first opportunity for this team to um, make an impact. They did. I'm very proud of my city. It's obviously very proud of where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was it was well. It was great to see you know Winnipeg get their opportunity in the spotlight. It hurt. Last night was tough. Line A hit a wall. Yeah, I Safe think so, say. Trent. I think he did. He's way better than that. I mean, he scored 82 goals as a teenager, turned 20, forgot how to score. Because I, I watched him throughout this playoffs, and there were moments, but certainly in this series, I, yeah, what's, no. what's Ken talking about all the time with this guy? Well, he he missed it. I mean, he doesn't miss it any. Look, at this. there's a whole bunch of blame to go around, but mm-hmm. again, um, as a, as a guy who roots for that team, what, what this are your window's just, open. What, what do they need to do? Goalie? I don't know. They don't. This kid, it, it looked like it. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, he's an American, Connor okay. Hellebuck. This year he set an, an NHL record for wins by a starting goaltender by an American-born player. Okay. There's been a lot of good American how, goalies. Age, how old is 25. he? 25. Okay. So he's... He, this was his first year, as, well, second year as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year he came into his own. No, they're set. Their defense, they got... I don't know. I, I'll i say this. You know, you can't bet your life. It's a stupid saying, right? Right. But if you could, if I could have bet five years, you know, take five years off or add five years, I'd have willingly done that, and I would have gone around again and got back in line to bet another five years. Yeah. Yesterday, there was no way in hell they were losing that game. No way in hell they're losing that game. And as it turned out, it was a tip-in goal by a kid who was born in Winnipeg, Ryan Reeves, who's a fourth-line player and better known for what the, what he does with his fists. We both thought it was going to be three-two Winnipeg when we reconvened. Yes, we did. And it's over instead. I didn't see this one coming. All right, let's shift to basketball and. Um, look, I I don't know what to say, Trent. Last night it was. I mean, I, uh, Steph Curry got going again. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tuned in to watch the game last night. I finally, I think I was on the floor, curled up in a fetal position until <laughs> about seven uh, seven forty five, somewhere around there. I turned the game Picked on. Yourself up off the basement floor, moping around, and uh, it's uh, it's. I turned the game on. It was twenty two to eighteen okay. for Houston. Twenty two eighteen. <laughs> and then they missed 10 straight shots, and Golden State started to look like Golden State again, and, and really Steph Curry had yet to really get his game going the way that he can. But Trent, after that point, they just poured it on and never let him up. Inevitable. I mean, it, it, it feels seems like, like it, doesn't it? Game two, now, UK, after game one, you this thing's mm-hmm. over, they're never losing again, and they probably lost game two, but it's still... It's, and they're blowing out in game two. Yeah, it, it is inevitable. This thing, the NBA... I mean, it stinks right now. Mm-hmm. Last round of series were terrible. See, I give the Celtics a chance here tonight. I do. I mean, do I know you? that I was wrong. That, that I thought that, you know, they just looked faster than Cleveland. Yeah. And when in those two games in Boston, they just looked so much faster than the Cavaliers. The Cavs looked old. Boston was so much quicker to lose balls. And then you watch on, when was it, Saturday, Saturday night, mm-hmm. and... They got it home. And by the way, Kyle Korver has a huge role on this team he this does. year, doesn't he? He's a he? big part. He is a big player on this team. And LeBron was LeBron, and um, they got a lot of help. I mean, he he yes, he was LeBron, but he got some help finally. Mm-hmm. And um, they got out early. He did. Salts were hitting shots, and it's a young team on the road. They've right. been bad on the road. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to probably continue this song and dance through games. So you seven. think it'll be 2-2 tonight, and this is a home court series, you believe? I think so. I think that's the way that we're going to go. And and the thing you have to be concerned about from a Boston perspective, though you have home court, is that LeBron game. You go back to 
was it the game six that he had against the Celtics, what, four or five years ago mm-hmm. with Miami, where it was just I mean, one of the most incredible performances I've ever seen. He took his game to a completely another level, and that's what we have to be concerned about is he just he takes it to yet another level, which seems nearly impossible for Is him. this good for the league the way it's going, though? Because no. I don't think it is I mean, either. the TV numbers are fine because uh-huh. people, they're hoping, but blowout after blowout, night after night. But more and more, I'm going to, once we get to what seems... I don't want to say inevitable, but it sure seems like we're going to see Cleveland and Golden State again. And yeah. I know you're okay with that. I am. I am. Is does, is is America good with that? I think so. Because we think back of when the NBA had its renaissance of the 80s. What was it? Mm-hmm. It was Celtics-Lakers. It was, yep. And when it wasn't Celtics-Lakers. Before Lakers, that, it was Sixers-Celtics. People To get to that point. Right. Didn't care. Uh-huh. It was, you, know, you had the Rockets against well, the Lakers, but there wasn't very many good teams in the no, West back then. there either, wasn't. Which, just a good point. Name the third best team of that era from the West. Denver had some runs for a while. They could score. Alex English. Yeah. Um, Kiki Vandaway. Yeah, Dan Issel. Yeah. The horse. The Mavericks were decent. Yeah, for a while with Blackman and stuff. Um, but it just, there there wasn't anybody no, else. No, the answer it, it was, is really, who would have There been? were four teams. Yeah. It was it was the Rockets and the Lakers and Celtics and Sixers, mm-hmm. and that was basically it until the Pistons kind of came in the back half mm-hmm. of the decade. But But that was great for the league. And I think this is good for the league because it's a lot easier to sell than here comes this upstart 76ers team. And my wife goes, who? Joel Embiid? Right. Who's that? Yeah. He played at Kansas for a year. Really? I don't remember. Well, you know? I didn't play a long right. time. But, right. but I say LeBron sure. against Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and oh, do I get to see Riley Curry again? <laughs> and grandmas did and moms yesterday. and wives. And, and everybody starts to come in. Mm-hmm. It is a good thing for it. it. It's not good for you and me because we like different things. Yeah. But but it seems like this will be the best chance of a good series amongst the teams that are left, yeah. I think. I mean, you got the face of the league, right? Right. You got both faces of the league, arguably. I mean, who's it, it, couldn't you say that? That Curry and LeBron are the faces of the league? Yeah. Who else would be in that conversation? I don't think Durant, though he is one of the best he players. Is, he is such a weapon. <laughs> What a matchup nightmare he is. He's six foot ten. The way he runs the floor, mm-hmm. well, he can makes that boy. He's fun to watch. He should. No, be he's better. not. The, he's, he should be even better than he is, though. Could be. Yeah. You know, this was the year. The Warriors all season long. It was just kind of well, you know, well. Let's get to the playoffs and then we'll figure it out. Right. I'm starting to think the Cavaliers are that way too. Yeah. Although I certainly didn't feel that way after the first two games at the TD Garden. Right. The the injuries. Every, but this is a season where Durant, though he missed some games himself. When he was out there, and he didn't have Curry, and he didn't have Draymond for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm going to go score 45 over be this the next, guy. these two weeks, and we're going to go six and one, and I'm going to be the. Re- but he never did that, mm-hmm. and that's another thing. Durant bothers me in general. I just I don't like could him. You, could you make that case for a lot of guys in the league, knowing that they really they take nights off? Trent. They do, they do, and that, I think that's another reason that I struggle to get into regular season NBA. Mm-hmm. Me too. Well, hockey for me, but but that's one of the reasons. I'm I'm with you there. I mean, we both watch a lot of Timberwolves games during the regular season, and mm-hmm. oh, well, look, Wiggins, Wiggins got, took Wiggins, another night yeah, off. Okay, how about the Timberwolves? By the way, see Carl Anthony Towns may want out. Yeah, Thibodeau throwing win, uh, computers through windows. Did you see that? I didn't story? see that. Yeah, where was that at? The Athletic. Had a report. No, but where, where did he throw the? Was in, this in after the, the season? Yes, or? within the last week or so. Wow! Yeah, there's things going well, on. Look at he's a the knock on Thibodeau is is always been that he's such a phenomenal basketball mind. He's a savant. Yes, but his social skills and the way he interacts with players, 
is is lacking. Mm-hmm. You can't like this guy. Right. He's just robotical. Is is what uh, has been the knock on him forever? And I'm going to ask Cappy about that. You know, was that maybe because he's a he's a phenomenal basketball mind, Trent? As good as you're going to find, right? It is all basketball for him. He doesn't have a hobby. No, he is that is his hobby. He doesn't have he doesn't have a lady friend. No, nope. doesn't have a wife. Eats, sleeps, breathes it. That's it. And apparently goes to the gym, the same gym as Cappy does. At least for an hour a day when he was in Chicago. Yes. Because I remember Cap telling us those stories on a regular basis about running into Tibbs at the gym. He knows his hoops, but the social aspect. And the other thing is just the way that he he has his guys. Those are his guys. Mm-hmm. And seven, eight deep. And in the NBA today, you see it's a lot better to go the alternate route, right? Yeah. Because who, who's the teams having the most success right now? Right. Teams that are resting guys. Mm-hmm. Teams that are healthy. Teams mm-hmm. that... Have some spring to him, not guys so, that have played 82 games and, well, here you go. Uh, so so if you are at the Timberwolves, what do you do with that? I mean, how do you, you, you clearly want to keep this guy on your team. Right. You, you can't. But he sees himself as the third option on that team. I would argue he's probably, well, he's, I think Wiggins is the third option on that team. I agree. But they paid Wiggins. They did pay him. They paid but Wiggins. But they'll pay Cat. They have to. They have to. And Butler's going to get his money and deserves his money. But then what else could he put around it? Because you need more than that, don't you? Well, yeah, you do. Absolutely you do. So well, you... If, you're, if, you're, um, if you're Minnesota, look, teams know they got you over a barrel. Mm-hmm. That you're not going to get, uh, you hope to get 80 cents on the dollar. But do you, do you reach out to the Suns? For the number one pick? For the number one pick, do you take Aiton? <sighs> no. Doncic? Luka Doncic? Doncic? Doncic, that's what I said. Luka Doncic. D-O-N-C-I-C. No. I I mean, I I just... But if you can't make this work... You make this work. You make this work. So does that mean that Tibbs has to go? No. You make it work. You make it work. You make it work. You patch the relationship between star player and basketball head coach. You don't trade away... A dollar piece for a bunch of quarters. Mm-hmm. You just don't. In, in NBA history, when has that worked out? Well, the answer is never. I, well, I, not off the top of my head, I certainly can't. And I, I believe that Carly Anthony Towns will be a dollar piece at some point. No, he's a star, Trent. Yeah. I really think he is. I think he's a star. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Scott Dockerman coming up. We'll uh, we'll save the the, uh, the potential triple crown coming up here uh, just before one o'clock. Look forward to talking to Scott Dockerman, uh, Mitch Sherman from ESPN. We're going to talk some college. Uh, football with Mitch Sherman. There's news out of Kansas today. They have fired their athletic director. What does that mean? Well, when the statement comes out uh, from the uh, president of the school or the chancellor of the school that they fired the uh, athletic director and the football program is mentioned in the same statement, that tells you all you need to know, that uh, football is uh, in the spotlight. It's time for the Jayhawks football program and they're spending a lot of money to their credit they're about to inject a couple of hundred million dollars into that program to keep up in the arms race uh so we'll do that uh with mitch sherman andrew Logue is going to be here at the bottom of the hour hey real quick just uh just to know you and i don't do a lot of track and field yeah uh spe- specifically high school track and field i know that you uh have an affinity clearly for high school sports but when i see a um an athlete in this case from southeast polk um when the 100 200 400 and the 800 as sydney no. milani does that's impressive trent that gets your attention this thing's been going on for 56 years and people that have been around this sport uh for a long time say that in the 56 years no 
female athlete has had the dominating performance as this uh, as Sid Milani did this weekend. That's eye opening. Well, and it, it wasn't just a, a bunch of sprint events or a bunch of long distance events. No, this it's, round again. This was a hundred. This is full out sprint. Yeah. To you know, save a couple a laps bit. around. And right. You, you get. I mean, S- some tactical strategy involved. Just an incredible performance. Wow. And uh, yeah, that, that that one was eye opening. And yeah, the people that have been around this scene. You hear what they say about this. Uh, and then to compound it, Trent, she never won an event before. Right, right. Talk about being a late bloomer. Oof, wow. Put, well, she put it all together, did yes. she not? Unbelievable. Sydney Milani from Southeast Polk. Amazing weekend uh, out of her. We'll take a time out. Scott Dockerman, Land at 10. He's next. Trent and I till 2. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 rupees poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your Exile! The Heritage Carousel in Union Park will open for the 2018 season on Saturday, May 26th. The carousel will be open from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday, and the cost is still just 50 cents for kids to ride. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. You can stay informed of all the carousel events and news at our website, heritagecarousel.org, or find us on Facebook. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-825-9744. 800-825-9744. 800-825-9744. Optima Tax Relief. You don't have to sacrifice style to have a floor that's 100% waterproof for life. Because the Home Depot has Pergo Outlast Plus Laminate starting at just $279 a square foot. With 22 colors, including on-trend grays, Pergo Outlast Plus can fit any style, in any room, beautifully, and resist water. Get Pergo Outlast Plus starting at just $279 a square foot at the number one Pergo waterproof laminate flooring retailer, The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. See warranty for details. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself take you until 2 o'clock. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Andrew Logue uh, in the 1 o'clock hour right now. He's got Dockerman, Land10.com. Had a great question that was asked of him today in his uh, mailbag. Uh, the greatest overachiever in the Kirk Ferentz era. Mm. That would kill some time, Trent Condon. Oh, wow. uh, Scott Dockerman joins us. Doc, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing fine. Um, so that's a great question. Let's give credit where credit is due. Mike Condon, Trent, I'm assuming no relation. No relation, though yeah. I've seen Mike on Twitter a time or two. No, no relation, unfortunately. Uh, excellent question. Biggest disappointment. Uh, this is for future future polls. Yeah. Uh, Mike Condon um, is a gift that keeps on giving. Those are some great <laughs> questions for a time of year when everybody's looking for some, Doc. <laughs> Without a doubt. And I think when you judge the biggest uh, under, uh, overachiever in the Ferentz era, or any era for that matter, it is the most difficult question you can yeah. ask. You could put together a Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. you know, who's the greatest this, who is the greatest that. But when you're talking about something somewhat intangible, and when Iowa's had so many overachievers, you know, I think I went through and there were 120 uh, two-star recruits that rivals had since 2002, um, and then you throw on... Uh, you know, you had all Americans. You've had guys who were nobodies, walk-ons, and then all of a sudden, you know. So there's such such a 
tough question. And and I went probably a little bit off the the range a little bit with uh, with Mike Daniels. But you know, I certainly wouldn't disagree with Dallas Clark. I certainly wouldn't disagree with Josie Jewell, Micah Hyde, Sean Green. You name it. I mean, Iowa's had so many. I mean, even this year, you look at you know a pair of two stars turned out to be first team unanimous All Americans in Josh Jackson and Josie Jewell. Either one of them for a place like Ohio State would be their greatest overachiever. But for Iowa, they're just one of many, many, mm. many. Interesting the way you put it that way. See, to me, guys, the first name the, when, when I when I saw the question, Doc, before I read the piece, to me, it's it's Dallas Clark. You know, a walk on and 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 then leaving school, leaving leaving some eligibility on the table, knowing what it became. I mean, look at the tight ends that have played in the Ferentz era. There's a great list of them, and he's at the top of that class, I would think. And I think it's Dallas Clark's the answer to the question. It's usually the first name that pops into your head most time, Doc, is going to be, at least in your mind, the right answer. I think Dallas Clark is for me. Yeah, and I don't. again, I wouldn't disagree with that simply because he's so good. But, you know, one thing that I looked at, and he was a gray shirt, you know, so he didn't get a scholarship to the next uh year, and then you start going through the, the list, you know, Josie Jewell fits it. But one of the things I, I why I shy just a little bit more towards Mike Daniels is that he didn't have the, the home support necessarily here that the other uh, players mm-hmm. did. I mean, he's yeah. not from Iowa. You know, Iowa players have a tendency to, to, to you know, vault themselves up. Mm-hmm. Mike Daniels was a 215-pound wrestler in New Jersey at the, one of the worst high schools in New Jersey, and uh, had an offer from Villanova that he was about to accept when he decided to come to Iowa. I remember last year I talked to Chris Doyle about him, and he's like, when he came here, we didn't know he might be a fullback, might be a linebacker, maybe he's a defensive lineman. We just didn't know. And then what he did was he just transformed himself in the weight room and became you know, a beast, you know, and it took time. He wasn't, you know, a, you know, the thing is with a Dallas Clark, he went from linebacker to tight end. Josie Jewell went to linebacker. Yeah, they grew, they got bigger. Uh, but Mike Daniels gained, you know, significant weight, and now he's he's a Pro Bowl player in the NFL, and and that's why I leaned a little bit to him. You know, Sean Green was the similar size. Micah Hyde would have been up there too. I mean, 168 pound option quarterback, two star, hmm. comes in and he's the Big Ten uh, defensive back of the year. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with this question, which is why you know you're like, oh my gosh, you know, Jovan Johnson, 17 interceptions. Uh, Brandon Myers was going to go to UNI and, uh, you know, on, the, on his, the signing day opted for Iowa and then became an All-Big Ten guy and then caught 199 passes in the NFL. So it's just mind-boggling how to get to that point. Another guy that jumped out to me that I thought about right away was Mitch King, a guy that mm-hmm. thought King, he was yeah. going to be a middle linebacker at Iowa. Well, we'll try to bulk him up, play him inside. What about Carl Klug? He just retired. There, there's another one that had a really nice NFL mm-hmm. career. King, to me, though, he was so disruptive. He, he just was in the middle of everything mm-hmm. for an undersized defensive tackling. You talk about overachieving. A guy that size shouldn't be able to compete in the Big Ten and, and the Big Ten West. That's an overachiever, at least to me. He is. Um, you know, he was a three-star linebacker from my hometown of Burlington. Um, you know, was thought of as, as that kind of a, a big inside linebacker, but then the opportunity came to, to move down. I mean, at that point, I believe, uh, you know, Mitch, uh, or I mean, uh, Abdul Hodge and, and Chad Greenway were still the inside backers. They needed somebody to play down lineman. He moved in there. He gained some weight. He was still undersized pretty much his whole career. 
And by the time in 2008, you know, he was uh, the Big Ten Defensive Lineman of the Year. I remember talking to A.Q. Shipley, who's still in the league. He was the Penn State center. He said he's the most difficult guy I've ever had to block because he's not only so quick, so tenacious and physical and nasty. So, I mean, yeah, throw Mitch King in there. I mean, it's <laughs> you can't go wrong, but trying to pick one is awfully difficult. You know, when you get to the biggest disappointment as a player in the, in the Ferentz era, does DJ K fit that mold? Not because of his play on the field, at least early in his career, but just maybe the way it ended? Hmm. Uh, you got you got a good point there. I mean, yeah, it was it was an unfortunate ending, as disappointing as a person, more so than as a player. Mm-hmm. And and I like him personally. I still talk to him frequently, but you know that was not a good ending for him. It frankly cost him a chance at the next level. I think if he would have, you know, finished out his career at Iowa, then I think he, you know, in, in good standing, then I think he at least gets a chance. But after that, you know, nobody really wanted to take a chance on him. Um, you know, a couple of guys that come to mind for me would be Brandon Wegger. Uh, you know, what, yes, what eight touchdowns, yes. you know, as a, as a true freshman, right. the game clenching, uh, you know, and uh, touchdown in, in the Orange Bowl and then bolts, you know, bounces around a little mm-hmm. bit, still ends up in the NFL for at least a cup of coffee. But, you know, man, he could have been something, and especially in that era where they, you know, really struggled to have a, a good running back. And so I put him there. You could say Dan Doring. Um, you know, in 2005, he was a five-star lineman who made one start in his Iowa career, never really got to that level. Um, you know, and then there's a ton for injury purposes, but I haven't really gone through and analyzed yet who I would classify as those. Uh, it's got to be somebody probably who left with eligibility on the table, a Jewel Hampton, a Brandon Wagger, you know, maybe even Adam Robinson, that you saw a lot of potential and just, didn't live up to it, and, and ultimately left the program and, and maybe not in good standing. Mm-hmm. Zuba Mahente, who joins you later on today, Trent, and he'll be with us this time tomorrow, texted me, said, Robert Gallery, biggest overachiever, perhaps. Oh, what, what he build your your thoughts there, Doc? Hey, I, I don't, uh, you know, that's a guy who's a, you know, a tight end who became a tackle, you know. If you go all the way back, I would say even more so than Gallery would be Bruce Nelson. Uh, you know, who was a walk-on from Emmitsburg, a tight end, who became an All-American center and a second-round draft pick. You know, and if it wasn't for a neck injury, uh, he might have played, had a long career in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, at least Gallery was a scholarship guy. You know, Eric Steinbach was also a tight end and became an All-American guard. Uh, you know, and then, of course, as I mentioned, Bruce Nelson. <laughs> you know, the list goes on and on. There are just so many. You know, Anthony Hitchens. Two-star, 195-pound running back who moves over to safety by late in his first year, then becomes a two-year starter, and now just signed a $45 million contract. Uh, Cavante Martin-Manley has the clothing line two-star, uh, you know, caught 174 passes at Iowa for the record. Um, Amari Spave, you know, and, and you know, Sean Green and Amari Spave both left the program because of academics, and both came back and became, you know, Spave's case, he became a first-round uh, or First team All Big Ten corner, um, you know, a third round draft pick and a safety who started in the NFL. And then you look at uh, at Sean Green and you know as decorated as any player of the Ferrets era. He was fun. And, he was uh, moving furniture, was he not? Yeah, he was working at uh, yeah the furniture place right. and and everything. So you know you just you know he could have walked away. He could have went to junior college or he could have mm-hmm. you know transferred down or something like that. No, he stayed. He stayed in Iowa City. He became eligible. 
and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, he, he had the most remarkable career for any running back in Iowa history, a remarkable season, I should say, in 2008. And he didn't promote himself. Iowa didn't promote him. He had no real interest in entering that Heisman Trophy candidacy, um, even though other people wanted him to. So he ended up sixth, I think, in voting. So you take any of those guys, and you can make a case, and I'd, and I'd listen, and I think most people should too. Doc, uh, one that always comes up on the disappointment list is Blake Larson from uh, down Atlantic, in this area. Right? Yeah, Atlanta yeah. kid. Had offers from everyone, but he'll never be a disappointment for me, even though it didn't work out well in the playing field. Injuries, I know, were a he's part a cop, of that. He's a cop, right? I think that sounds right. I think right. he's in Kansas City, maybe. But one of my favorite recruiting stories ever, he's down at Miami on his official visit at the U, hanging out with Matt Roth, Chicago land kid. They're sitting there, and Roth says, well, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Iowa. Ross says, well, I'll go there, too. Is that what he's honest so to God? If, he, if that story is completely true and he led <laughs> Matt Roth to come to Iowa, then he is a winner in my book. Never a disappointment for Blake Larson. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, if, if you got one guy who didn't achieve you know, offensive linemen, and, and frankly, Iowa had a lot of really good ones back then anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Matt Roth, who you could say is probably the best pass rusher, pure mm-hmm. pass rusher of the parents era. You know what? Don't don't even worry about it. He, he swayed a guy who became the lifeblood of probably the best defense that Ference has produced in 2004, and that defense elevated them to a, a co-Big Ten championship, which they haven't been able to accomplish since then. You know, you know what this does. Uh, this article, uh, at least, um, you know, points out to me, Doc, is you know, whenever anybody criticizes how much money I was paying Chris Doyle, uh, just send him that link. <laughs> Send him a link to your story, Scott, because that kind of uh, personifies why Chris Doyle is paid how much he is. Absolutely. I mean, you, you look at just the development. You look at guys that wouldn't even make this list but, but should, and that's guys like Cole Crofton or um, uh, Boone Myers, you know, who, you know, they were high school tight ends. I mean, Cole Crofton came to Iowa at 225 pounds. He left at 315 and he ended up becoming a, a backup for you know the AFC champions last year. That doesn't happen everywhere, and it doesn't happen with good weight. You know, it, it's it's Chris Doyle. You know, I mean, people still go back to the Rabdo incident, and that's kind of a scarlet letter per se on his resume. Sure. But other than that, he is. You know, there's nobody better. And I remember I, I want to say it was Booger McFarland. You know, th- that blasted him and said, "How can I would be paying all this money for somebody like that?" Well. Because Iowa doesn't get five stars. Iowa mm-hmm. gets three stars. And once Iowa, you know, three stars and two stars. And once they are older, you could see that they have masked their deficiencies and elevated them. I mean, Josie Jewell was too slow. That's why everybody bypassed him. Well, he became, you know, a unanimous All-American and Big Ten player, the defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the way he worked in that weight room. And just like Mike Daniels. You know, who's 215 pounds, now he's a 309-pound defensive tackle and went to the Pro Bowl last year. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's Chris Doyle is, is is worth every penny that I was paying him. Uh, one, we had somebody on Twitter reach out, um, Jay Turgeson, uh, on the disappointment list. He put Benny Sapp on the, this list, mm. Doc, and you could certainly make a case that he would be in that conversation. Without a doubt. Uh, he's a guy that, uh, you know, he... he what he got arrested right before his senior year and left and went to Northern Iowa and um, go to that to the Orange Bowl that year. Iowa could not stop Mike Williams you know, from USC, mm-hmm. you know, who was a good player in college and a, and a complete flop in, in the NFL. Had Benny Sapp been there, 
maybe he limits him. Maybe he doesn't catch as many passes. You know, it's hard to say. Maybe the score is only 31-17 instead of 38-17. But he neutralizes him on a few routes, and that would have been really helpful. So I think that's certainly a, a good suggestion on the disappointment list. Doc, over uh, to a little bit of baseball. I know you're over at Dwayne Banks Field before practice today as Iowa prepares for the Big Ten Baseball Tournament. They're the number six seed. They get Michigan, a team that they took two out of three from earlier this year. How much work do they have to do to be an NCAA tournament team? They are on the bubble big time, and I think they're, they're going to need some wins. How many? I don't know. You know, And, it, and I haven't studied the, 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 this committee as much as I did the, do the basketball one, <laughs> right. but I do think that, that there's, you know, there, there's a way for them, there's a path for them to win it. You know, it was like, you know, last year they did it, and two years ago they got to the finals as an eighth seed. Uh, you know, but I think losing that first game is going to be, would be really difficult on them. I mean, they've won five straight. They've won 33 games. They've played the, the most difficult schedule in the Big Ten, and they ventured out of, out of league play in the middle of the season to play an SEC team in Missouri and the Big, uh, Big 12 leader. I'm not sure how they finished in Oklahoma State. So all of that figures into it. But if they were to say be, be two and done, I don't think they get in. Now, if they beat Michigan and then lose a game and then maybe win a game, you know, then, then they're, they're right on that borderline. But I think the way they've played against really good teams and good competition, no matter what the RPI says, I think they should have a chance to advance if they can get at least one win in the Big Ten tournament. Great stuff, Scott Dockerman. Thank you, as always, my friend. We'll talk to you uh, some point next week. Thanks, Doc. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate good, yeah, it. Yeah, good to talk to you. Good stuff there, Land of 10. I think we take that idea at some point this week, Trent, and move it over to Iowa State. Yes, that's a good call. Because there's, uh, those, those questions would certainly fit there. And right now we're at the portion of the calendar year where we're killing segments, and that is a good segment killer right oh, there. Well, and uh, we got another one here. Well, I got birthday accolades I want to uh, pass out on the other side, including I don't want to play the birthday game. Is that what you're gonna... Not going to play the birthday Thank game. You. But it's a sports birthday and I got a quote for you that just uh, had me in <laughs> stitches you? earlier this morning when I read it. I think you'll get a kick out of that one. And there are point spreads out. For what? Big Ten football. Like marquee games? Week one games. Where are they from? Offshore. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they are point spreads. All right. You ready to dive in? Northern Illinois, Iowa? That's the one that we now, uh, who care about was Mark Moore? Mark, we were, he's, because we were talking about Fry Fest with Mark last week, do you yeah. remember? Uh-huh. And, of course, Ferenc and Fry are tied right now, and thought it was, wow, week one, Fry Fest going on, and that's the same weekend as Hayden Fry and drops down a spot in the pecking order. Um, and Mark said, not so fast. Northern? Nah, I mean, well. It's got to be double digits. I'll tell you on the other side. Oh, nice, T's. You're going to make me wait, too? You won't tell me during the break? Nope. You're killing me, TC. <laughs> We're here until 2, Jimmy B and TC from 4 until 6. We will be back after these messages. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. 
Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Wouldn't you rather be healthy, energetic, and fit? I'm Dennis Black. Ten years ago, I developed a Texas-sized solution to America's health crisis. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. It's shocking how much energy I have. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. Summer is closer than you think, and right now, so are Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot with up to 40% off appliance special buys, like the Whirlpool high-efficiency top-load washer and electric dryer, just $578 each. That'll save loads. So come in now for Memorial Day savings. Just like summer, they'll be gone before you know it. Memorial Day savings now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. Gas dryer extra. See store for details. Valid through June 6th. Pros in the know start with Lowe's because Lowe's saves pros money on the brands they trust, like DeWalt. Now you can get $100 off a DeWalt 20-volt max combo kit, including an impact driver, drill driver, and a cooler. The tools feature brushless motors for up to 57% longer runtime, while the cooler includes a refrigeration D-seal for maximum ice retention. So, pro, pick up your DeWalt 20-volt max combo tool and cooler kit for just $229, and let's get started. Offer valid 5-1 through 731 while supplies last. See store for details. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at cfiowa.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. 
Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with a newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. All right, Trent. You've made us wait long enough. Okay, okay. You've got point spreads. Yes. And there is an actual Big Ten matchup featuring two Big Ten schools to kick off the week, kick off the season, rather. Yes. Uh, Thursday night, Northwestern at Purdue. That that line, Purdue's favored in that football game. Purdue is favored. By how much? Ken They're Miller? favored by um, four and a half. Nailed it. Did I really? Coming out hot, wow. Ken Miller. May the 21th. Wow. On fire. All right, all right. We got a few more here. No, I quit while I'm ahead. Okay. Uh, that's it? That's <laughs> yeah. it? All right, Iowa, Northern yeah, that's, Illinois. That's the one we want to get to, right? So, yes. Um, I'm going to say it's it's double digits. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's 12 and a half. Very close. 13. Just a half point on. That's a, that's a win. I'll take that. If you get it within a point, so that's 13, a win. So 13, and Mark think that's going to be a not-so-fast-my-friend game is what he said, kind of, when he joined us last week. New linebacker group. New linebacker group. Questions on the interior of that defensive line. Uh-huh. Not going to be as easy to turn around and have the football off this year, knowing that you, yeah. there's a couple of question marks in that backfield. Offensive line in a state of flux. Who? See, I think it's going to be better than you do. Yeah. I know. you. Sophomore slump. Well, out of the tackles. Who do you turn to? There isn't anybody else well, that can play tackle. that's a fair tackle. point. That's a fair point. Remember, they lost both their tackles But if year. you've got a quarterback, Trent, you've got a chance, and God knows I was got a quarterback. They do. Now you go to the other side, year number two. Mm-hmm. Brian Ferentz, everybody knows what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Well, More confident in what he wants to do as a coordinator. Mm-hmm. Take a step forward. Just Defense you, got playmakers all over the place. They do. They do, and I love that defensive line. All of a sudden, we go back the other way. And uh-huh. Final just in, 31-10. Hawks with the win and the cover. And Kirk Ferentz becomes the all-time winningest right. coach at the University of Iowa. A couple other uh, games over the weekend. So of, of interest in the Big Ten, I mean, Michigan-Notre Dame is the marquee game. Yes. Uh, and that game is at Notre Dame, right? That's not a neutral field. That's correct. at Notre Dame. Yes, the way it should be. Good work out of them. What do you think the spread is there? Um, It's tight. It's um, Michigan should be favored in that football game. I'll say uh, Michigan one and a half. You are off by seven and a half. Am I really? Notre Dame by six. 
See, I would have said, I would have, well, okay. BetOnline.com is where these numbers are coming from, though. Mm -hmm. These are not Vegas numbers. No, but that'll be, if it's that big, then Notre Dame's clearly going to be favored in the football game, although I would take take Michigan. Uh, Alabama will play in neutral. Are they aware that Patterson is in town? (laughs) They should. They should. You're a big believer in Shea Patterson. I am a big believer in Shea Patterson. Texas, Maryland's that weekend. Texas, Maryland. Let's scroll through here and, and find that's at, that um, one. And that's at, where are the uh, FedEx Field? Uh, let's see here. Missed it my first scroll through. Maybe that one isn't listed. There it is. Nope. Texas, Maryland. Neutral site. Yep. Texas is favored. Yes. They're favored significantly, Trent. They're favored by... Better than a touchdown. They're favored by nine. Ten and a half. You're doing well. Yeah, I, the Notre Dame thing was embarrassing. But. Well, well, we'll stay away from that one. Alabama, neutral site. Oh, so we're getting out of the Big Ten then. Against Louisville. I don't what a know what kind of this is. Yeah, I was going to say, it's too bad this game wasn't played last year. Right, right. right. I mean, Alabama big. Big. How, how big? 23 and a half. Is it really? 23 and a half. Uh, let's see, our, our Monday night game this year, Virginia Tech at Florida State. Oh, nice. ACC battle. Yeah, like that nice. One. I don't know. Four, Florida State. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Tech there. Do you? I kind of do. Francois. Mm. <laughs> this is as healthy as he's going to be, right? In week one, you right, would anticipate right. that this is as healthy as he's going to be. Uh, we're out of time. We'll come back. We uh, we will get to the Triple Crown because I do want to talk about it briefly. Because um, uh, we've got one three weeks from, well, this past Saturday uh, on the line. We'll do that. We're going to do Mitch Sherman, ESPN on college football. Andrew Logue, bottom of the hour. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com.
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. You don't have to sacrifice style to have a floor that's 100% waterproof for life. Because the Home Depot has Pergo Outlast Plus Laminate starting at just $279 a square foot. With 22 colors, including on-trend grays, Pergo Outlast Plus can fit any style, in any room, beautifully, and resist water. Get Pergo Outlast Plus starting at just $279 a square foot at the number one Pergo waterproof laminate flooring retailer, The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only see warranty for details. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are